here's the one piece of advice I can give you. Never aspire to be Ryan Mink. There's, <laughs> there are a few things that are worse than that. You guys seriously put more time and effort <laughs> oh, into yeah. researching these things Absolutely. than you do a mock draft for the NFL draft. Absolutely. I'm going to New Orleans, baby! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, total shocker! <laughs>Welcome into the lounge for what's going to be a very festive episode, I think. We have today our travel draft, which we've been debating for like months. Ever since the schedule came out, we've been going actually well before that. Yeah. Sorry, because we have a future opponent schedule, which you should check out on our You probably don't even know it exists, but it is on our site. Yes, which really outlines who the Ravens are going to play home and away for the most part, besides two games every year. It outlines who they're going to do for the next like several years. So yeah. this year's travel we've been planning for literally like three years. Yes, we've kind of mapped this out. Yeah, because if you Ryan and I alternate road games. Exactly. So we have to decide who's going to travel to what city. So we've been planning and talking about this for three years, and today's the day, buddy. Yep. When we finally make our our final selections. So we're going to do and, that. And and we also have a piece of breaking news in relation to that. Something we've also been talking about on this podcast. For quite a while, so we're true. gonna let that big time breaking I wasn't news. I was sure what you were talking about there for a second, but I'm, I'm with you now. Yeah, big time you. breaking news. That's gonna come out a little bit later. But before we get to that, uh, we want to talk some football because right now things are starting to heat up. It's getting really interesting, and we want to go through and just kind of break down where the Ravens are at right now and, and address some of the questions that we see you asking us a lot, whether it be email. The lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Yep. Either or us on Twitter at Ryan Mink at G Downing 14. 14 uh, or at Ravens. Um, so we see a lot of this stuff and we're just going to kind of go through the roster and, and talk about some pressing issues. Yep. So let's just go ahead. I think the biggest question that so many people have um, is about the offense. And so as the Ravens open OTAs right now, the way I see this offense, and this is this doesn't really have to do with the roster, but I just think that this time right now, is critical not only for Joe and his receivers, which he didn't have this time last year. He was coming back from the torn ACL. So he didn't have this time. And I, and I think it's valuable. I think it really has significance. And I think the fact that he's more than a year now removed from the injury is going to pay huge dividends this year. So I think that this time is really big. And I also think that this time is big for the coaches and the front office to get a look at these guys out there on the field and make a decision, where do they need to add guys? Do they need to go out there and do they need to get – a center? Do they need to get a right tackle? Do they need to get a wide receiver or yep. a running back? Whatever that position is. But inside I think linebacker, inside linebacker, like this is the defensive lineman, somebody in that rotation. Yeah. What This is the time where they get a really good assessment of what the roster is going to be. And so that, to me, is the most significant part of what's happening right now. Yeah, for sure. And, and it's just the rookies and the vets getting on the field together. Mm-hmm. I mean, the rookies had their rookie camp only a week after they were drafted. Some of the vets have been here for a lot of them for the voluntary strength and conditioning program, but this is the first time getting them on the field at the same time. And yep. These rookies are going to play a big role this year, so it's really catching those guys up to speed because now they have all these vets or a lot of them around them. They're like, whoa, yeah. these guys are good. I have to elevate my game. So that's an important part of this as well. We get to watch practice this week. If there's one guy that you're most excited to see, would it be Humphrey? One guy I'm most excited to see. Man, that's a tough one. I would I I really want to see 
I want to see Brashad Perry. <laughs> it's funny. I was going to say, I would say either for Humphrey, because I just want to see how he looks, yeah. but probably Brashad and Joe. Yeah, I want to see Brashad and Joe, because that's going to be so huge to the offense this year. Is can Perryman take the next step, become a big-time starting wide receiver? I mean, big-time. It's not like the guy has to put up 1,500 yards this year. But can he be a very good wide receiver on the outside, starting caliber, number one, number two kind of guy? That's going to be really important, and I think it's going to in part dictate what the Ravens' moves are going forward this all season. Do they sign Bolden? Do they sign Victor Cruz? You know what? Why don't we just read the fan question because we're getting into this already. Yeah, all right. So this question comes from <laughs> this question comes from Josh Berman, and he emailed us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Josh writes, hey, guys, my name is Josh. I am 12 years old, and I want to be a sportscaster for the Ravens when I grow up. 12 years old? And he wants to follow our career path. I like him kind of setting his sights you know, high? sort of high? Low? <laughs> right. I, I like that he's 12 years old. I like that he's 12 years old and he knows what he wants to do. Josh, you know what? I, I respect it and I like it and I'm flattered. Become an engineer, man. Get good at math. Get really good at math, science. Become an engineer, computer programmer. Do something like that. But then again, I don't want to... Don't wanna, yeah, know, but here's the thing, Josh. Here's the one piece of advice I can give you. Never aspire to be Ryan Mink. There's, <laughs> there are a few things that are worse than that. Oh, anyway, sound advice. Sound <laughs> advice. All right, so Josh's question is, I think the Ravens should get either Anquan Bolden or Victor Cruz. I think right. they would be very valuable, especially Anquan, because he was so good with us. What do you think? Well... Okay, yeah, we just started talking yeah. about this. I think it depends on what the Ravens have, obviously. Uh I think that right now, Mike Wallace is definitely going to be one of your starting wide receivers. Brashad Perryman, the Ravens want him to be one of their starters, and you have to give him a chance to do so. You have to give him the practice reps, and I think you have to give him game reps in order to, for him to develop as a wideout and prove that he can be a first-round pick, top-flight wide receiver. That's what they drafted him to be, and if you never give the guy a chance, he ain't going to ever become it. He didn't get a chance as a rookie because he injured his knee missed the entire season. Last year, he had a solid First season in air quotes in the NFL. I mean, yeah. there were some times when he were like, whoa, yeah. Perryman, holy cow. And then he had some drops. He needs to improve and he needs to mature as a player. But I think he can get there. There's nothing yet that tells me, no, you know what? It's time to limit his snaps, not give him a chance, and bring somebody else in here to take his spot. Mm-hmm. Okay, Just yeah. real quick, I would say, if you haven't listened to the Brashad Perriman podcast from last yes. week, go back and listen to it because he's, he's great. He, he really, I thought, shared some insight into his where he is mentally yeah. right now compared to where he was a couple of years ago. So I just really I felt like very valuable in terms of getting his perspective on where he is right now. Exactly. So then you go beyond those top two guys. I know fans are concerned because the Ravens didn't draft anybody. They haven't signed anybody. You know, what's behind those two wide receivers? Well, you have Michael Campanero and you have Chris Moore. And it's a similar kind of story with them. You have to give them a chance to prove themselves. We've all seen that Campanero can flash when he's on the field. Now, can he stay on the field? That's the big question mark. If he can stay healthy throughout OTAs, throughout mandatory minicamp, you know, then throughout maybe training camp, early parts of training camp, then I want to get that guy on the field. Yeah. You know, give him a shot. Same for Chris Moore. How can you ever expect a fourth-round pick, a wide receiver to mature, if you don't give him an opportunity? Now, if you give Campanero an opportunity, if you give Chris Moore an opportunity, you pair him in all these guys, and in OTAs, they just aren't cutting it. If they're not practicing well, they don't look good, they get injured, or whatever, then yes, I think you have to bring in somebody. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can't count on those guys coming back from injury or yep. whatever. Those guys, some of them, to me, they got two strikes on them. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got two strikes if Cam and Eric gets injured again, it's three strikes, man. we yeah. got to bring in somebody to take those snaps. But right now, signing Bolden or Victor Cruz before OTAs are done or whatnot, it's like, you know, maybe they're going to be great, but they have question marks too. It's not like 
they're the best wide receiver in the league. It's not Odell Beckham sitting out there on the free agency market. Bolton's 36 years old. Mm-hmm. Do I think he still has more to offer? Yes. I think he's still got some juice, and he showed that last year in Detroit. But that's one more year on those legs, you know? And, and at this point, is it more beneficial to give a younger player like a Campanero or Chris Moore a shot? Is, is, is Bolton that much better than those guys if they're healthy and on the field? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Victor Cruz... I, I think that's. Oh, I think that one's like, harder to answer, Victor Cruz. Right, I think it's Anquan. Not like he had that big of numbers last year at all, right. and he played the whole season. Right, and he's had the significant injuries, and he hasn't last year. At least he wasn't the same player as he was before the injuries, or right. even close to it. So, yeah, I mean, I think you can probably make a case that Anquan, he had eight touchdowns last year, is probably just looking at the numbers, probably ahead of Victor Cruz. Right, but. The case is, is he ahead of Chris Moore and Michael Campanero? Exactly. Now, the thing with that too is. You have to look for the future, okay? If you give up on developing Chris Moore, you sign him and you say, Chris Moore, you're not, you're only going to get ten snaps again this year. Like, why did you even make the pick? Mm-hmm. You know, he hasn't proved that he, he he deserved a chance. Yeah. So you have to look down the road. And if you sign Bolden, you're not signing Bolden to come in here and play your third, fourth wide receiver. I don't think he's going to want that. Anquan Bolden's like a Steve Smith. He wants to be on the field. And you he wants bring the ball. him in here. He wants the ball. He wants to be on the field. So if you bring him in. You're giving less opportunities to those other guys. Right? Yeah, you're stunting potentially their growth. So now it could now it could bring be, them in to be a backup insurance policy. He he stunting their growth could benefit the team as a whole. That's that's what you have to weigh because if he is so much better and he is so right. that could be beneficial for the team this year. Yeah. So that's the that's what you have to weigh. That's the delicate balance, and that's why I think Ozzy wants to see. What do I have? Mm-hmm. Let me first see what I have, and then I'll be able to decide if I need to make any changes. And let's be honest, he has the luxury of doing so. Victor Cruz has been sitting on the market for how long now? Yeah. Months. Yeah. Anquan Bolden reportedly says he doesn't want to sign until training camp. Yeah. So it's not like you're in any rush to bring these guys in. Right. You can see what you what you have. Right. And I think the same goes for the other positions. I, look, I would be shocked if the Ravens don't go out and sign somebody at offensive line or receiver or defensive line or inside linebacker, some combination of those positions, yep. um, two or three of those guys in the next before training camp or in training camp. I think that's going to happen at some point. Can I tell you which guys it is? Can I tell you when that's going to happen? I can't. That, that remains to be seen. But they're going to go out there and sign somebody. And I've said this before. I don't necessarily think it's going to be somebody who we're all talking about. I mean, nobody was talking about Vladimir Dukas last year. And the Ravens signed him, and then they cut him, and they signed him again, and he ended up starting 10 games for him. Exactly. So, like, there is potential to go and get a guy like that who's well, a veteran-quality player that's on the street right now. Exactly. And a lot of times injuries dictate this. For sure. And that's – now that we're starting practice – that's when injuries are going to happen, unfortunately. So, you know, keep your eyes peeled. If there are any of those, I expect the Ravens to make a move for sure. Yeah. Uh, so moving on down through the roster here, we talked about you talked about Joe and his situation at the beginning, which I completely agree with. And John Eisenberg wrote about this on our on our website and digital app and mobile app and, and all those different things. Uh, but John wrote about how this season boils down to the same thing, Joe Flacco. We know the defense is going to be really good. We think it's going to be really good. At least it should be really good. If Joe can play, you know, a little better than last year, if Joe can play well, I think this offense is set up to win a lot of games. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And and we didn't – I haven't even talked about the defense, but we're both on the same page that I think the defense is going to be really good. I think they're going to be able to cover for – they haven't been able to cover the way that they're going to be able to this year. They have not had really good depth and really good – 
starters at every position in that secondary over the past couple of years. They have that this year, at least on paper. Brandon Carr is as solid as they get. Marlon Humphrey, the Ravens expect him to come in and be a – I don't know if it's going to happen this year, but at some point he's going to be a a shutdown corner. That's the expectation for him. Think Brandon Carr or Marlon Humphrey starting right away? I think week one is going to be Brandon Carr. Okay. That would be my – do you agree with that? I would agree with that. But I I, I was saying this the other day, actually. I think Marlon Humphrey is going to be really good. The more I think about it, the more I like the pick. I just think he has the right attitude. I I like his persona. I like his – his intangibles. I'd like the fact that he's 20 years old. He's a track star that can move really well and played at the biggest college program in the in the country yep. and played at a high level there. There's a lot of boxes checked off for Marlon. Humphrey. Right, and I think that he is going to be a stellar corner here. So I, I right. love that pick. Let's do a little rapid fire here, okay? About things fans are asking about on this team as it goes into OTAs. Outside linebacker, who's going to be that pass rusher opposite Terrell Suggs? How is that all going to pan out? I think it's going to be Suggs, and I think it's going to be Tyus Bowser is going to be the starter there. Okay. And I think Tim Williams is going to play an important role. And Judon, too, is in the mix. That, that's the thing. That, that's I, what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. I think it's Tyus Bowser. I think it's Tyus Bowser is going to be the starting outside linebacker opposite of Terrell Suggs. All right. How's the offensive line shakeout? I think, I'll let you answer these since I went on a long run. Yeah, I think it's going to be Ronnie Stanley. I think it's going to be – this is <laughs> – this I I struggle. I, I <laughs> come on. Uh, I think it's gonna Pressure's be on. yeah. I think it's gonna be Ronnie Stanley, Alex Lewis at left guard, center. I think that I think they may add a center, a veteran. Okay. Okay. Right guard Janda, right tackle. I think it's gonna be somebody that's currently on the roster. I'll say Namebot. You're I think go with Namebot. I, I'll say Stefan Namebot. Okay. I don't th- I don't think that the Ravens are as concerned about right tackle as everybody else is. That's just the feeling that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you look at these guys, and it kind of goes back to what you were saying with receiver, but they like what they have in-house. And so um, they want to see what they can do out there on the field. But Namebot, I just the dude is athletic. He is huge. He's strong. He fits what the Ravens want to do in terms of getting after people on the ground, playing that downhill kind of attack. I think that he... And let's not forget, Nick Boyle might be lined up there or Crockett Gilmore right next to him. And Nick Boyle is huge. Yeah, Boyle. He is huge, and, so, and Crockett Gilmore is nasty. And if you put those guys next to your right tackle, that's a pretty nice blocking yeah. uh, duo right there. I mean, those guys are 275, 280 pounds. And right. so that, like a small lineman. They, they can help out in a big way there. Exactly. So, And I think James Hurst is going to be on this team. Guy has experience at left tackle. He can be a good right tackle. I think James Hurst makes his team... And I think he has a shot at being a starter, uh, but I think he's on the team. I also the, Jensen could be the starter at center. Jensen could be the starter. Jensen and Urschel, it's going to be a, a good battle. Yeah. The, the thing about Urschel, I like Urschel. I think Urschel is a good player. He's obviously a smart player. The thing is, they want to get bigger on the line. They yeah. made that pretty clear. And Urschel isn't your biggest guy. Jensen's bigger than him. Right. Uh, Jensen's a pretty big center. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the question is. Is size. The question, yeah. I, I, when I'm just, I mean, it's not just size. It's not like they're just plugging in anybody who's big there. But You have to be able to play. Yeah, but I think part of the reason that when you look at like a Jeremy Zuta, people say, well, why did you trade Jeremy Zuta? I mean, A, I think the Ravens like what they have in-house, but I also think that Zuta is not the big, imposing kind of blocker that the Ravens want in that position. I mean, he was a smaller center, and that's the kind of reason that they Nico? make it. Nico could be, but... I don't think so. Yeah, that's a tough task. He hasn't played center, and he <laughs> a is rookie. a rookie fifth, fourth, fourth round pick. Yeah. Yeah. 
That would be a tough one. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to get a lot of these questions answered over the course of OTAs and mandatory minicamps. You need to stay tuned in. Yeah. we're going to have a lot of coverage coming at you. Once we see these guys, I'll be able to give you better answers than we'll see. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but with that said, we're going to bring in our guest. This yeah. is the good part of the podcast. This the, this, the other stuff was just the primer. Great part of the podcast. We're going to welcome on a friend of the podcast. Old friend. Old friend. True friend. Loyal friend. <laughs> the one and the only. The common man. The common man. Common man. Welcome back. Hey, guys. How's it going? (laughs) Welcome back. Thanks for having me. Well, there's two things that we want to do with the common man today. One, as we mentioned before, today is the highly anticipated travel draft. So you're going to sort of referee that whole thing. Sixth annual? Uh, Sixth annual. Sixth annual travel draft. Man, how time flies. Six Some great tra- trips over the years. Me fleecing you in trips just for six years. Yeah, this is going to be – I feel really good about this year's uh, first <laughs> first pick. Um, so we're going to get to that. But before we do that, we got to do story time. And there's a couple reasons why we had to bring the common man back on. One was the – You almost said the, his former name. <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't have been you, good. You that wouldn't have been good, Gary. Yeah. The, make sure we show him the utmost respect. The common man. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, for story time – Common Man and I, Cody and I, play on the same kickball team, for people that don't know that. So the appropriate story for this week is we showed up to play kickball a couple of weeks ago, and we look at the other team, and a bunch of people on our team say, is that, is that C.J. Mosley? Is that C.J. Mosley on the <laughs> other team? And Cody and I look at each other, and we're like, yeah, that is, that's C.J. Mosley. That is C.J. Mosley. And so you're the college soccer player. You're one of the better guys on the kickball team. I'll give it to you. So, your butterfingers. Oh, thanks for that. Your butterfingers. Yeah. No, let's be yeah. honest about this, Garrett. No, no, no. Cody like how he worked reluct- out his butterfingers. Well, I just issue? like how Garrett reluctantly says, "I'll give it to you." I'll, I'll, give, it. I'll give it to you. I'll give it when to it's you. It's obvious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nah, back I mean, to back to back. Where does Garrett rank on the kickball team? Before we get into the story here, each year I have to basically do inventory on the roster, <laughs> and Garrett is on the bubble every. <laughs> no way. No shot. You know, the you pick the team contest. I usually have you know my wife do the you pick the team with the kickball team and. Garrett's one of the last insertions ever. Let's no, be honest, if you weren't friends, would he make the team? That's iffy. <laughs> uh, now, Garrett, Garrett is a solid contributor to the kickball team. Oh, yeah, wow. solid That's contributor. I f- f- early on, early on in my career, had the butterfingers issues, but that has been long worked out. That's been long. There's been no As issues. Your agent too. I've been your agent for four plus years. There hasn't been a drop in years. Years, year. I don't know about years. Years. This season, I haven't seen one. There's been. It's been years. It's been a good. Doinks right off the it, face. It's a, been a Gold Glove season for Garrett. Really? Yeah, and wow. uh, and we have um, playoffs start this week. So, yeah. Who's do you have that same team that you always lose to in the playoffs every single time? We'll see them in the championship. Go yeah, them. we'll probably see them in the championship and lose about six, seven, nothing. <laughs> yeah. All right. So on to CJ Mosley. He's oh, yeah. on the other team. Yeah. Right. What did you think of his game? So it was great. You know, he gets up, and I'm just I'm thinking to myself, man, he's not going to be good at kickball. Yeah. Like, he, he, he just, you know, he's up there. He looks like a football player. He doesn't look like a guy who's going to go out there and be able to kick the ball. Yeah. We've seen these guys, like, play softball, like, yeah. at Ladarius Webb's softball game. Awful. Yeah. Atrocious. I didn't know anybody could be that bad at softball. Yeah. Yeah. So, so CJ gets up there, first pitch, first at bat, bombs one. <laughs> I mean, this thing was, like... 400 footer if you're going <laughs> to equate it to like baseball i mean he he put it to the street he's jogging around the bases like he didn't do anything yeah gets back my wife goes first of all at that point i don't think she knew who it was she goes you always kick it that far <laughs> <laughs> what he i'm say? pretty sure he said no but 
I mean, it was a bomb. Right over, and, he, and here's the thing. This is what I don't think a lot of people expected, myself included. He's a lefty. Ooh. So yeah. he just bombs it left-footed. Right. Well, your worst player in right field not to throw anybody on the bus or name names. No, our guy, our guy. We hide Garrett out there. No, no, no. <laughs> exactly. Cody and exactly. I. Exactly. So Garrett's on his horse. I'm over there at third base. <laughs> I try to get in the, get in the baseline to try to slow him down a little bit as he was rounding for home. But he crushed it. He did. It was a bomb. It was a bomb. So there but, you go. So, but so the best part about the whole night was once all the people on our team, I mean, most of the guys on our team are pretty big Ravens fans, but, you know, a couple of the girls don't tune into the sports scene as, as often as we do. I, they had another fairly large uh, man pitching. Mm-hmm. Total random person. Didn't know who he was. But I convinced most of the people on our team that he was a rookie draft pick. Nico <laughs> Saragusa. So, yeah, so, so we, had, we had a bunch of people going that there was like a bunch of Ravens players out on the field when in reality it was just CJ. Yeah. That's awesome. That was pretty funny. Good times. You guys never did get Eric Weddle on your kickball team. Well, the season's not over. That's true. So we got to bring a in the ringer for the playoffs? Maybe just championship game. A championship game. That's how we get over the hurdle against the white team. Right. <laughs> nice. There we go. That's true. Good like idea. It. All right, so moving right along. Cody, the real reason we brought you in here, as we said, is to referee our travel draft, which we put a lot of research at. Thank you, Garrett. Yeah. I had it on myself. I, yeah. I had it on the Ravens app, which you all should be downloading. I was looking at the team schedule. Nice you, plug. Yeah, exactly. But you made a nice little printout here in color. Yeah. Give me credit. Where can I download that? Good question. You can download the schedule or the app. Yeah, either. Yeah, the schedule. <laughs> go to our schedule <laughs> page. All, baby. Go to our schedule page, there and you can go. find the printable, downloadable schedule. schedule. You can even add it to your calendar. Exactly. Common man. So... Uh, as we've talked about on the podcast for a little while here, there's been a, a question of whether Garrett and I both were going to go to London. That, and that was the first domino that had to fall. Right. We've right? basically been been pushing for six, seven months now right. that both Ever of us go to London. Yeah. To take the ship, take the ship across take the, the ship. Atlantic yep. <laughs> and go to the game in London. And we found out, finally, I asked our boss, Michelle, the great Michelle, wise and generous Michelle. Could you Talk kiss about up, shameless plugs. Could you kiss up anymore? <laughs> Uh, and she said, yes. We're both Opia, in. Get your passports already. Yep. So, we're both going to London. We're, all our London listeners out there, all our England listeners, I know we have a number of them. We're coming for some pints, baby. We're coming so for pick the pints. Pick the bar, pick the pub. We're coming. And we're going to do a lounge live from London. Yes, absolutely. I'd also Look like it. to throw in that this is where my nickname really comes into play because I truly am the common man. No invite to London. <laughs> going to be sitting back here by myself. My lonesome. We're going to we'll, we'll pour one a, out for you, buddy. We'll drink a pie you. for you. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so with that settled, Garrett has the first pick this year. We rotate who has the first pick, and then we just go back and forth from there. So, Garrett, now that we're both going to London, week three, Jacksonville, that's off the board. Who and what game is your selection? First round pick this year, I'm taking... Green Bay Packers going to Lambeau and the frozen tundra on November 19th to see Aaron Rodgers in that game. That was God, an easy you're pick. Be so cold. That's, that's a, a solid you're pick. Be that's so a, cold. It's not even at night. It's not at night. It's not like the frozen tundra. That's that's a, It's not like the mystique is going at one o'clock. Is this your first trip to? Yeah, never been. And have you been, Mike? No. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. he froze so, out. Is it on, so, is it so on every upset. fan's bucket list? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. But you know, maybe I'll squeak it's my way It's not in December. There. It's not going to be that cold. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll drive up for that one. Yeah. Maybe I'll drive, drive up. up. Come. All right, so your first pick. <sighs> this is going to feel good because this one's a surprise to Garrett. Preseason four. I'm going to New Orleans, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, total shocker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
so this so, is like in the draft when you know the Bears trade up and get Trubisky. Just everybody's mind just. Wow. Yeah, yeah we'll see how shocker. that works out for I'm the Bears. I'm on my feet right now. Here's here's my question, and oh, I've been wondering about this for years now. Because when you first when I first started here and you guys were doing this, I always thought the the opponent mattered. But it seems to me that Mink has totally abandoned who, <laughs> who the team is that the Ravens will be playing, is. and it's solely based on the location. Literally, I could not pick a less important game. It's <laughs> <Yeah>, the <laughs> fourth preseason game in New Orleans, but here's the thing. You get a night in New Orleans, you know, fun night. That's a good night. Then you get all day the next day. You just go out and you have some po' boys, stroll around. Look, nice. I've done preseason four in New Orleans. It's a good trip. It's a great trip. It's a good trip. Every time, yeah. Every time, I don't. I don't hate the pick. I don't hate the it's pick. It's not a bad pick, but preseason. Preseason four is your first pick. Preseason four, first pick. New Orleans. That oh, is pretty poor. Pick. All right, this is gonna. I think this pick right here is gonna catch some people by surprise. This. Ooh, this is another one surprise pick. This is another surprise pick. Preseason four surprised me. This pick, I think, is gonna surprise a lot of people out there. Give it to me. Second round pick, week seven at Vikings. Going to Whoa! see Minnesota, Minneapolis. Whoa! Second pick. I'm going to have to say that I don't like that pick. It's a wow, good pick. Wow, that is a terrible pick. <laughs> I mean, that's so, what is so, he doing? so Mink's making the location picks. Yeah. Garrett's just going for the stadium. I'm he going wants stadium. to see, you know, he wants Ew. to see the bells and whistles in, in Minnesota, but I mean, what else Ew. is there to do out there in Minnesota? Well, anybody that you talk to says that. The trip to Minnesota is a great trip. The Minneapolis is an awesome city. Got family out there. Got family out there I'm going to be able to see during that trip. So that was, look, You're I put. on the NFC North tour. I, Garrett's going for some home cooking. Yeah, That's going for some from home cooking. I maybe valued that a little bit more, but that's okay because I set my board. And I don't draft you, based on your thing. board. You got you have to know when you can trade down and still get the same pick. Right. You know, it, you he wasn't going to take Minnesota. I was going to take maybe my last pick. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, I, knew, I knew Mink that's was thinking about it a couple weeks ago. Go, a couple weeks ago, true story here, common man. We're sitting at lunch, and, and Mink's trying to do some recon, try to find out about Minnesota. He's over there asking John Eisenberg, so have you ever been to Minneapolis? What happened. do you think, John? <laughs> it's an amazing city. Mink over there taking notes. So he, it was higher on his board. He's putting up no. a front right now. He's going to take the next pick. That, I just stole no. it from him. That's the other thing about this draft that amazed me. You guys seriously put more time and effort <laughs> oh, into yeah. researching these things Absolutely. than you do a mock draft for the NFL draft. Absolutely. That's yeah. a lot of research. Well, this, this impacts us more. Okay. Here we go. My next pick. This is going to be interesting. This is going to be real interesting. This is another surprise. Uh, another surprise. Let's go preseason. We're again. going preseason to Miami, baby. <laughs> going to Miami, Miami, look, Miami. Look. And here's the thing. Just did some research literally five minutes before walking in here. Walked down to David Goslaw's cube, right, who does a lot of our planning for trips. Ask him, are we staying on the beach? Strong yes, he says. Not confirmed. Oh. Strong yes, he says, that we're on the beach. I got all day on the beach before the game. It's good intel. Eight. It's good intel. That's, That's great a, intel. That is good intel, but here's the thing. Oh. Here's the thing. Night out Miami, then the next day. It's not in Miami, though. It's not Miami. You're staying in Fort Lauderdale. It's halfway between. It's halfway between. Airport, the Ramada Inn at the airport. You're the Ramada Inn at the airport. Is it on a beautiful beach in Florida? Yes. Yeah, it's it's middle of August, so it's going to be 115 <laughs> in Miami. Oh God, what a great pick! You over you overvalue the Miami trip. I'm yeah. two for two. All right, so me. Plus, th- here's the other thing. I'll say this about the preseason games, right? So Thursday night games. My weekends are still free. Thursday, That's also a good point. Thursday is just a regular weekday. I'd be here and work at work anyway. Weekends stay free. 
Yeah, you're on. You also, you also, obviously, by doing the preseason. I don't miss my Saturday night at home with all my friends. You don't have any friends. I have a couple. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, So now third pick, and this is, I think, this is a good one here. Um, Pretty easy. I'm taking. I'm going out to Northern California. You're going to spend some time Northern California at Raiders. Yeah. I mean, that two-day trip out to Northern That's California, you can go up to San Francisco, spend a day in San Francisco. Here's, you know what this is right here in my third round? You get maybe the best trip on the calendar in the third round. That's the that's Tim Williams from Alabama, one of the top 20 players in the draft, slides to the third round, and you take him. Now, I that's what that pick I is. I taken that higher, but I have a wedding that day, that Saturday. Can't go. Good friend's wedding. Got to go to that. Thought about blowing it off just for the travel draft, but, yeah, no. Got to go. Also, might be the last chance to go see the Raiders in... It is our last chance. Yeah. Black hole, last yeah. chance. Yeah. So what? I've been there before. I mean, I'd yeah, rather but... go wait and go the next time when they're in the new stadium. It's a nice trip out to California. Long flight. Plus, you get back, it's a 4 o'clock game, okay? So you're getting you're leaving there at like 9. Long flight across the country. That's a rough one to come back on. That's Ooh, all right. Rough one. That's all right. I can't believe I got this pick. I really gambled here with the Miami pick. Gambled that this would still be here. But I'm going to go see some ding da ding da ding 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 Little country music down in Nashville, week 9, November 5th. Going down to Nashville for a night should be a pretty good game. Mink just racking up the cities that he wants to see. Yeah, but man, I am crushing it. So here's the thing. I I never didn't let this cat out of the bag here on on Nashville because I didn't want Mink to know that I was completely couldn't go. I was out. I had the same uh, thing with Oakland. Yeah, that's nice. That's yeah. good strategic. So, so oh, I, that that's, one, that's well played. That, that I is. just I kept that one hush-hush. Knew he was going to take it and value it. Dude, I, I was doing the same exact thing with the Oakland thing until I mistakenly, just on a weak moment, spilled the beans <laughs> last week and was like, I can't go to that game, which really was a big mistake. That was honestly. dumb. It didn't co- end up costing me. didn't end up costing me. But you that's know, well played. That's well I mean, played. I'll give it to you old, on that for the concealing the information. That's the old GM trick. A little smoke and mirrors before the draft. Yeah. For, well, for as lo- much as we talk about this, too, to keep that a secret, it's yeah, well done. Yeah. That, You're a liar. You're just a liar. And, a and here's keeper, <laughs> a secret keeper. Here's, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. I'm going to Nashville this summer. So... I've, yeah, got but, the, I've got the Nashville. Oh, so you're going to be really hot. It's going to be uncomfortable. I got it in November. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about Nashville in the summer. No, yeah, I'm, go, I'm already call. going to Nashville, so, so why would I it's gonna be beautiful. double up? Ding, 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 All right, ding, so ding. now I'm up again. Now we're basically. Now we're, we're, to the we're, we're to the AFC North schedule. Is that it? That's, this, it. that's it. All right, so. Oh, I like I my position right here. Well, I, I think I know how this is going to play out. We'll see. But I'm going to go, I'm going to start it off by going, I'll take Bengals week one. All right. That's a good pick. Week one. one. Is that where you were leaning, Mink? No. I'm going week 14 at Steelers, baby. That game, you know, it's kind of rough. It's a late night. You get back late. You fall asleep in your seat. And then the plane is out. You're just happy to get back. But it's Steelers. You're happy to. At Heinz Field. I mean. I love going to that game every single year just because you know the stakes are going to be high. It's week 14. Probably division. Division might be on the line at that point. Our tribal. That's I, a great I, game. Sunday night football. I mean, come on. I got to say, I'm surprised that Steelers doesn't go a little bit higher each year because I know you guys get to go I every year. Pretty high, However, you know, I got, to, I got the chance to go to the playoff game a couple of years ago in 14 awesome. when we won. 
and that is a fun time. It's awesome. It's Raven pretty remarkable. Steelers is, is a good time. Yeah, it's every single time. It's memorable, and and it just gives you the chills every time. You cross that bridge on the bus, you see the middle fingers from their fans going in. It's just awesome. So I I am thrilled. That last pick is a Steelers Sunday night football game. You're not even a true football fan. Yet. No, look, I, I am with you on that. That's a great trip. I still have nightmares though from Christmas Day there last year oh, and and dealing with oh, that. I've gone. I've gone. Ab- I've gone. I think uh, maybe th- the past three years. You got to get over your fears. You can't let that define you, Gary. You and also, and also, as we talked about before, I place a higher emphasis and higher value on the Ohio trips. I've got family in Cleveland. I'm a family guy. I'm a family guy. So I wanted to check that out. Uh, for both Minnesota and Cleveland and Cincinnati. So that's like a free trip home. You're the only guy in the world that is like, yeah, I put a place a high priority on going to Ohio. I place a high priority on family. So that's, that's what too. I do. That's why I'm going to those preseason games so I can spend Sundays with my family. So there we go. And just to recap here. So and then you finish, you finish out. I finished with Cleveland. With Cleveland. With right. Cleveland. So oh, th- my God. Cody. All right, Cody. Let's recap. Go ahead. Give me your picks. All right. So my draft is Green Bay, Minnesota, San Francisco, Cincinnati, Cleveland. Mink? Mine is New Orleans, Miami, Nashville, Pittsburgh, Sunday Night Football. And we both have one. And you'd like me to declare a winner? Declare a winner, Cody. Who had the better draft? And who had the first pick? Let's let's remember that. Well, that's irrelevant because you have the first pick next year and last year. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Both were weak weak travel years. I'm I'm going to do this on three categories. One is going to be quality of opponent, and for that, Garrett gets the point. Oh, come on. you got two preseason games <laughs> right. that, that don't matter. Yeah. Right, but a Sunday night game, the biggest game on the schedule. Yeah, that's the only saving yeah, grace that you have. you got two preseason games. Two out of your five games are preseason. Two out of his, yeah. And then he has yeah, Jacksonville. Right. Yeah, so. That's an easy okay. one. So, right. that, so okay. right, then fine. I'm going to go fine. quality of location. And I'm going to go with Mink. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. I, I mean, look, here's the thing. I, I don't Boom. disagree with that. Now, look, Northern California, a two-day trip in Northern California is a highly sought-after trip. That's nice, but he did That's lock down New one. Orleans, Miami, Nashville. He got and some the, good and cities the thing in about there. Green Bay, like Green Bay, the hotel is terrible. There's nothing to do around there from all accounts. Have you been I've there? Thought, I've done more intelligence. Have Dude, you d- I do my due diligence. I do my research. But well, you have and, never... Okay, Lambo, the only Lambo. reason you go to Lambo is for Lambo. Yes. And you're not playing. You're sitting in the press box. So let me ask you this. If I hadn't taken Lambo first pick, what would you have picked? You would have uh, taken Lambo. No, I was still going preseason. Yeah, right. Yeah, much. right. <laughs> we all know that. Okay. But right, I'll so give you location. Third category. Third what category. is your category? <laughs> third category is intangibles. Okay. And I don't mean intangibles like with that. the picks. It's just intangibles that you displayed while you drafted. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that goes for you know things like showboating, Ooh. Um, Ooh. celebrations, <laughs> music playing. I'm doing the Money Manziel right now. <laughs> Money Manziel. Are you going to Cleveland? Uh, no. That, I am. Yeah, that would be me. You can't do the Money really Manziel. Appropriate. I'll do the LeBron for going to Cleveland. <laughs> oh, sit down. Sit down. He's going to dock me. Sudden, sudden change of events after seeing no! the LeBron. No! After no! seeing the LeBron, no, Cody I, have, LeBron. I have decided to no. switch my winner I'm doing from... Little, I'm doing yeah. a little club dancing in Miami. Club dancing. You guys Miami. are both trying to lose Whoa. this really bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. The LeBron sold it. I, what? I don't like LeBron. I've never liked LeBron. Oh, my God. I'm going He's with go- Ryan Mink as the winner of yes! the 2017 draft. You know what? You know what? I'm fine yes. losing it for doing the LeBron. Basically, he said I won. As he said, he switched the winner. No. I had it won, and then the LeBron 
switched it against me, which I'm fine with no. because I'll ride with LeBron and the Cavs all day long. I'm going to ride them to the NBA I Finals. Say, here's here's why. Yeah, I, I am going to stick with Mink as the winner because of the LeBron. Yeah, but I will say because why of the LeBron? because of why I was going to take Garrett because I, I'm just not comfortable picking someone. Well, I ended up picking you, but <laughs> two out of your five games are preseason. And when I think about your profession, your job, what you should be focusing on is covering actual meaningful football games. Yeah. Sunday Taking your first two picks, your yeah. first two picks of the preseason shows so a lack right. of awareness of, of <laughs> why you're doing this draft. Yes. Sunday night in Pittsburgh. Need I say more? Yeah, and that was your last pick. That was your last pick. That was defaulted to you. No. You, you looked. No. I could have taken Cleveland. You looked into that one. I you could have taken Cleveland. I could have taken Cleveland. And I have week three Jags. I'll be honest. I, if I had the choice at Lambeau, I would have gone for it over preseason. Sure. I didn't have that. Okay, so, yeah, I went location. The only other <laughs> yeah. regular season game I passed up is Vikings, which was a great pass. Great I pass appreciate, pass I appreciated I your strategy. I couldn't go to Oakland. You, you, so I picked a preseason game over Minnesota. That's or, an easy decision. Or over the season opener in Cincinnati. That's true. I did that. Yeah, the true. season opener, which is a pretty big game. <laughs> season I know. Opener, I, did, yeah. I did. That's why I was saying going into that, I would have been happy with the season over because that's always fun. Right. That's a big game. So anyway, like Cody said, I won, I, I won this I year's won. draft. No, I won. And it's, it's good to win again. <sighs> so, Common Man, trips. we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. This was fun. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And as always, you can reach us at thelounge at ravens.nfl.net and let us know who you think won this draft. Yeah, this should be easy. Exactly. Like, I won the Thanksgiving draft. You did not <laughs> win the Thanksgiving draft. <laughs> See, I think outside the box. All yeah. right? I took the, the booze first on Thanksgiving. That's outside the box. I almost You're, deducted you points today because of the Thanksgiving draft. That's how bad it was. <laughs> You're just a square, Garrett. You're a square. Yeah, I take, okay. I take I big games and great locations. I won the cookie draft, and now I won... The draft draft. No, you didn't. The road trip draft. Man, I just womp. And, and I got a pick in the, the real draft, the NFL football draft. I hit my boy Jermaine Illuminor. You got zeros correct in your mock draft. That was the only one that I actually could, and, can agree with. And let's not forget, Terrell Suggs said I would beat you in a fight. John Urschel said I'm smarter than you. And Dennis Pitta said I'm better looking than you. I am crushing. Yeah, this is... How much money are you paying these guys? Man? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he doesn't have it. He's too cheap to spend any money. <laughs> That's, That's true. true, too. It's true. Anyway... Thanks for listening. Yeah. You can reach us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. We'll be back with you next week.